What's up, guys? My name's Chris. I'm here with my... That's not how we start the podcast ever. What's up? My name's Chris. What's up, y'all? No, shut up. Let me do it. Ready? I am ready. Hold on. I gotta gotta fix one here. (laughs) Okay, ready? Yep. What's up, y'all? My name's Chris. I'm here with my ex-teammate, Max Rolnick. Current co-host. Current co-host. And welcome back to Shipped Across the Border. How do you want to do this? Fucking there's gonna be an intro here, so we can just cut to my thing. So basically, we've been beating around the bush. Pause. Not pause. Definitely pause. Kind of pause. <laughs> For the last little bit. But uh yeah. So um <laughs> it's just like with those talks. It's not my story to no, tell. No, I know it's not. But like you know those you know when you're in a relationship and like you have to have the talk, but no one wants to admit that the talk has to happen. That's what this is. Guys. I am no longer a college basketball player. It's like for like speaking better and shit. No. <laughs> so why'd you say for the podcast? Bacon's not real, and neither are now. No, no bacon's not real because if you go to a grocery store, there's too much bacon. Keep working, your time will come. It sounds like you're eating human bones. It's a mini. It sounds like you're eating hamster bones. It's a, it might be best stupid, but is India in the Middle East? I don't think so. <laughs> is it? <laughs> how do you how how did how why are you no longer a college basketball player <laughs> <laughs> um well okay so the season ended and coach hack had us he, we had the end of the year meetings which as ian stated in the previous podcast can either go really well or really bad and in my meeting he made us write uh, a little mini essay about how we thought the season went and goals for next year and all that stuff and um, I sat down, wrote that, finished it, and he, he liked my answers because I did actually spend a lot of time like thinking through that kind of stuff. And we sat down, and he said that he wanted me to take a week to decide if this is really what I want because he could tell that I was focused in many other areas, Exhibit A, weight room, and among other things. And um, I went home to Canada, and I partied a little bit. I lifted some weights, and I sat long and hard and thought about it, and I was like, I thought about the end goal and what I would be getting out of four years if I spent the next four years at pursuing this basketball thing that I've been doing for seven years, and I just didn't see myself enjoying that end goal as much as I could if I pursued other things. Like, if I took that four years and instead spent that working on the podcast lifting weights, doing other things. I just thought I would be better off mentally. Like, I just thought I'd be happier. So came back, walked into Coach Hack's office on, because he said he wanted a week, so I waited a week, came back, and I walked into his office and said, yeah, I don't think I'm going to come back. And he was okay with that. He said, I respect your decision, and we went our separate ways. At what moment did you realize? Because we both know that, like, 
Coach Hack just didn't spring that on you. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, hey, maybe I should just reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a thought in yeah. your mind since pretty early on in the season when you kind of realized what college basketball was about and mm-hmm. how you were uh, very unprepared. No, the first time it hit me was like, so I was, I actually haven't said this out loud to anyone else, but um, I was in the library and I went to, so there was Rari, you, and Dante, and it might have even been Avery. And you guys are Did all. Did someone get kicked out of practice? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I do remember I, that. Yeah, we got, we got kicked out of practice. And the next day in the library, Avery, Rari, and you, and Tay were in the library. And I walked up, and I was like, bro, I think I'm going to quit. This was, like, December. And Rari's like, "You, I will never talk to you again if you do that. Like, you can't quit on me right now. I'm like, but there's – I didn't see a – a point in me being there and then things that was right before Christmas break which is when things did take a turn for the better where I actually started playing up to my potential and um, not getting screamed at every other practice and messing up pretty much every drill so it did it was worth it sticking it out but Rari and Tay definitely talked me off the ledge because I was contemplating it back in December like, they, they, they were the ones who like told you to yeah, quit yeah, no they told me not to they were like they, they talked me back off the ledge oh like, so then you're like oh maybe I'll stick around for mm-hmm. a little bit which is definitely a better decision because if I would have just quit in the middle of the season, it would have oh, okay, cut a okay. lot of ties. Yeah. I mean, I remember that because we got kicked out of practice for um, promoting the podcast in the group chat. A day after the loss. No, it was the day. The, the day, day, the day, day of, of a loss. A loss to the team town rival. Mm, I wouldn't say. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. They were like in a neighboring. Yeah, and uh, they killed us. <laughs> Yeah, bad decision, bad timing. <laughs> we kind of weren't really thinking. We kind of just figured out how to like. This is the first visual episode we had, and we um, we th- were f- trying to figure out that the way Max. to like, yeah, no, yeah, it was Max. Uh-huh. We were trying to figure out a way to like connect the audio and the visual and put it all together. And it was an early game, and so we had some time after the game, like before it was too late, and we kind of figured it out. And we kind of just like pushed to like to get it out because we hadn't put out content and, like. A two week, weeks, a week, two weeks, and everyone's asking us, like, even, like, everyone's asking us, like, where's the, when's the podcast coming out? And it's like, hey, we just got it out as soon as possible. It kind of just, like, slipped our mind. And the vibes after the game weren't, like, a... It was more of just, like, a reconstructing, what are we doing wrong? It wasn't, like, a... You guys suck. You guys are all pussies. <laughs> 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 but, no, I, and, no, 100%, it was a wrong timing, and it wasn't, like, a, we don't care about the loss thing, because definitely, like, it definitely irked us, and still, like, all the losses, like, you don't, like, necessarily, like, recover from that. It's just, like, mm-hmm. the, every loss, like, hurts, but... It was just uh You don't have time to really process it because you got practice the next day. So it's like, oh shit, we lost, and then you're working. You, well, you got to. It's a you got you got to like, like change your focus quickly. But it was just a very poor timing, poor thought Terrible went into it. Terrible, Terrible judgment, judgment call. Terrible judgment call. <laughs> Not really a lot of thinking went into the call. And college yeah. freshman baby. So, but after that, like, was that kind of when you? Not not say it's to that, but like that time period. Had I made my mind up at that? No, point? No, no, no. But like that's when it started. You thinking about it? Mm-hmm. That was, there was a lot of shit going on mentally where I was like, yo, I've, so from the moment I picked up a basketball at age 13, 14, like watching a Kyrie Irving mixtape, I was like, I'm going to just, I dropped hockey. So for the first 13 years of my life, I'd been playing hockey and soccer and I had to make the flip to basketball, which was like, at the time was crazy as fuck. Like I had to go up to my parents and be like, I don't want to play hockey. And like, obviously now it doesn't mean anything, but it was super stressful at the time. But I dropped hockey, started playing basketball. And literally every single one of my friends was like, you're going to be terrible. Your dog, I wouldn't do that. Like, stick to hockey, whatever. Like, don't do this. I was like, fuck all of you. And then one kid, one girl, actually. Shout out. um, (laughs) Logan Ward. She's my cousin. Like, distant cousin. And she was like, I think you could be really good. That's literally, like, one person told me that I could do it. And I just 
ran with it. I started training fucking twice a day, watching Kyrie Irving on a nine foot two net, like just going insane by myself. And then I made the high school team, and then I made the Scarborough team. And but from the moment I picked up a basketball, my goal was always to play on a college basketball team. I can go in my notes right now. I, I showed, uh, I think I showed you guys this the other day, where I had like there was a bunch of long term goals, like average thirty in high school, dunk, gain fifteen pounds of muscle. And blah, 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 blah. And the end one was like, if you do all of this, the chances that you achieve this are really, really high. And the last one was play college basketball. And then I did that. And I was kind of just left standing there like, now what? Like I did the thing that the 12, 13-year-old me was dying. Like he just needed to do that. And I did it. And And I was like, like, shit. Now what? Like you don't, I mean, now what? Like for me at least, like my goal was always to play college basketball. But Mm -hmm. I don't want to sit four years. Like I want to be a contributing player to the team and contribute to wins on the court as well you don't feel like you never like that's not in your, in your there's goal. a little drive for that because even now like as i'm watching you guys hoop like i do want to be out there still that's still in me obviously to hoop and stuff but i have to keep reminding myself because we talked about this where like in the development games where i, I kept asking people because but before i before i before i 100 percent made my decision i didn't want to be like premature and regret it <clears throat> But I kept asking people how they were feeling in the game and how they, in, during practice, I kept asking people how they felt and all this stuff. And I had to weigh the regret of staying four years and not pursuing something else and the regret of um, quitting and not being able to act like actualize my potential. And I kept asking, like, you, um, Zai, Joe, I was like, when you guys are on the bench, like, what is going through your head? And you kept telling me, like, you want to get back on the court. You need to get out of there. Of that development game? You, like, yeah. Any, any game. You just you want to be on the court. Like, you're, you you hate sitting on the bench. Like, you don't want to. Like, you just want to be out there. 48 minutes. You want to play the whole game. I started that game, and I played half decent. And then I sat, and it was like a, like a, like I'm, I don't have to be out there anymore. And I was like, I was kind of dreading getting back on the court. And when I when I saw that in myself, I was like, I just don't think... You think it was like anxiety, or like what do you think bit, it was? But it was also like I just had no more. Th- there was not enough drive going, like not enough mental. Like there wasn't something. There wasn't a carrot on a stick. Where I was like, because before going to Toronto, driving four hours, playing in my first AAU game ever, which I was shitting myself when that happened because I'm I'd never done that. Traveling a, into America for the first time, getting my passport, playing in Ohio, like just doing all this shit that I'd never done before. Traveling this un traverse territory I had a reason to do that which the end goal was always college basketball but then once I accomplished that there was no more there was nothing there for me to pull on anymore so when shit hit the fan it was just like I don't really want to be here yeah I mean it makes sense also like I feel like you were very driven and it's I mean it's good to have like multiple areas of interest and I feel like those areas of interest kind of like they just took over kind of just, especially like throughout this year weightlifting editing the podcast like those are where you see like your like your future mm-hmm. and i feel like you would want to like you want to be successful in that more, more than you want to be successful in basketball and that's so, kind of where i'm at yeah. it's like i just the weight room respect was like the nail in the coffin like once i found that i picked that up and i gained 15 pounds 20 pounds in a month and whatever i was like dude i could really do this instead and yeah. it just shit fell to the wayside um did you feel like, because obviously, like, I mean, we talked about it, but, like, the season, especially the beginning part, caused you a little bit of anxiety, just, like, going to practice and, like, the high stressful situations and, like, mm-hmm. the fluctuations between, like, the wins and losses and stuff like that. Did you find, like, that was also, like, a relief when you quit from, like, that anxiety and from that? 
It isn't. It isn't because like I hate being the guy who runs away from. Uncom- we'll talk about that in a minute. What? Like, w- w- continue what you're saying. I hate being the guy who runs away from uncomfortable situations just because it's the easy road's there. Like it's an option. So like. Knowing that the the reason practices were so stressful was because that's how winning programs structure practices was something that was in the back of my mind the whole time, and like it's like you have to make practice more competitive and more mm-hmm. like I would rather than the game. I would so rather I'll word it like this: I would rather practices be super stressful, knowing that everyone's competing, going hundred percent, and that everyone's fighting for minutes, and we're all trying to win. That be on a lackadaisical program where everyone's just shooting, shooting the shit and no one gives a fuck about winning. Of course, for sure. So, like, I think Ian said it on his podcast um, where he was debating, like, he was calling his dad and asking yeah. him, like, do I suck and all this stuff. And then he was like, I think you're just in a bad situation. And he hung up and he's like, fuck a bad situation. We're 10th in the nation. We're winning. That's kind of how I felt about it. It was like, it was more of a, um, like, I, I, I could definitely see the potential in the situation. I don't want to waste this situation and opportunity I've been given, but I also don't think that I would be happy in four years if I stuck it out. Like you'd be happier if you dive, if you put more energy into something else. Into other. I mean, it's fair. It's definitely fair. I, I understand what you mean, but like completing the goal and like now what? Because like let's just say whatever. Say it's like a game. Like whatever you whatever whatever you level up, and now there's this daunting task of like okay now I'm here, mm-hmm. but now I want to like if I want to. Get playing time. If I want to be a on-court role type of player, that's going to take infinitely more. And co- it's a compound of it's a new mountain. way. It's a new mountain to climb. And is that mountain worth it compared to the other goals that you have in other mm-hmm. areas? And for me personally, yes. And for other people, yes. But for other people, it's not. And it's just you, you got to do what makes you happy. And what I was getting at before is like the quitting thing. It's like people, people always like frown on like people who quit and people who take the easy way out, but, like, and we were talking about this before when you're thinking about it, it's just, like, is it really taking the easy way out when you're, it's more of a pivot from one difficult task to the other. It's not like you're just quitting and then you're sitting on your fucking bed in your underwear watching Netflix all day and eating chips and doing nothing. You're p- kind of pivoting and using that passion that you once had for basketball and definitely still do because it's still a basketball-related mm-hmm. um, passion. But you're just taking that energy and pivoting into something which you're also going to work equally as hard on have and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I watched a podcast on this where um, someone was talking about – it was either Elon Musk or somebody where it's like people will spend 10 years of their life climbing one mountain, get two-thirds of the way up and see the peak but realize that in order to get to the peak, they have to climb all the way back down and find a new way up. That's kind of how I see it. That's, a, that's right a really now. good That's a good analogy. It's like I climbed two-thirds of the way up, got to the college basketball part, and then I could see the peak and I'm like – I could go to that one, or I could go over there, climb down, and then just start start a new path. And I think that would end up. I'm not. I'm Get not, up higher. I'm not scared of person. climbing back down. Is what I'm saying. It's like I'm yeah. okay with what I've done. Like I've my my goal was always like to be able to tell my kids like I played college basketball. I was the only kid. I'm fairly certain, unless you count like transfers, but I was the only kid in my high school to play college basketball, or one of two. So like I'm fine yeah. with that. I did something somewhat significant with my basketball career and I'm okay with them. 100% significant. The amount of kids I would even like dream to be in the position that you were in mm-hmm. is very, a lot of people. And I'm okay with that, so. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I kind of like that. And that was a good analogy of just like. Climbing the mountain. Yeah, just like, is it is it worth putting, because let's just say, in a game, let's say a video game, like it takes a certain amount of XP points to get to level one, level two, and as you get up, level 50 takes the same amount of 
XP points that it took to get from level 1 to level 49 mm -hmm. type thing. And some people are willing to keep doing that because they love it. Mm -hmm. And some people want to, like, drop it and find a new passion. That was another thing, too, is, like, in the first part of the year, I was grinding, like, really hard at basketball. Yeah. Like, I was going still really You, you were running Delaware by, by yourself. Mm -hmm. I was, I still had that passion. And then the first day of practice hit, and it was like, oh, this shit is different. And I kept maintaining that work ethic. But slowly, like, you, just can't, you can't lie to yourself for that long. You're, like, you're just not loving the process anymore. And that's when it hits you really hard is, like, I'm not loving grinding by myself anymore. And that's why the weight room was such a huge pivot because, like, I was looking for something else to pick up to just grind by myself. And then I found the weight room. And then I found this and I found that. And all of those things took the place of basketball. So it was, like, my, my emotions were tied more to those things than they were basketball at that point. And, by the way, Chris is not, like – walking away from everything like he's still gonna be around he's still at every open gym at all the team lifts just like giving because he's also the fucking weight room demon now so he's just like giving all the guys advice on form on technique on different exercises and then he's also you can talk about you're gonna take over the social media potentially possibly i mean kochak uh, during one of our meetings he was he saw how passionate i was about um pursuing this kind of social media stuff and posting podcasts and all of that and he said that if i wanted to i could run the dive men's basketball um Instagram account and social media page and stuff like that. And I would be 100% down for that in the near future. So, I mean, I'm still going to be around college basketball. Still going to be doing the podcast. I mean, interviewing mm -hmm. Most our teammates. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. there's sure. still a lot of basketball knowledge mm -hmm. that's went into the I mean, making I'm training, of a college basketball. Training athlete. two kids in the summer, trying to get them to go to college basketball. So, I mean. Yeah. And then what have you been doing to like fill? Because obviously, like, it's a big gap of time mm -hmm. that you have now opened up. So what have you been doing to fill that? Um, there's a little bit of Netflix, like you said. I won't lie. There's a few shows. A few shows that had to be watched. Stranger Things. If you haven't watched it, pick it up. Um, but outside of that, just just going ballistic on the podcast. I'm not even going to lie. Like, probably well, okay, talk about what you want to do, like your goal of like a career. There's so many pivots. It's just like right now, I've watched a lot of, if anyone other is watching this and knows who Alex Hormozzi is, he's the entrepreneur, and um, I watched so many of his podcasts, and he's just sort of drilled into my head this idea that in your 20s, if you just focus on building skills that'll allow you to be profitable in your late 20s, early 30s, then you could, you could be uh, financially free by the time you're in your mid-30s if you spend your 20s doing that. So right now, I'm literally just trying to build... Uh, I don't want to say prof profitable skills like video editing, uh, content creation, marketing. And you're passionate about Social it. media stuff. I'm enjoying the process immensely of like putting together a video, putting hashtags together, all that stuff, and then sending it out and just doing that day after day and seeing how it reacts with the algorithm and whatever. And it's been going pretty well as of late because we're just dumping content everywhere. And mm, uh, I mean, it's not me. Like, I mean, I, we, we produce the content here, but mm -hmm. you're the one who in the behind the scenes in Tuber, Huber 216 for six <laughs> hours a day fucking on that computer. That's the thing. like Editing just, and putting shit together and rewatching the podcast hundreds of times and mm -hmm. cutting out clips to put on. And apparently, apparently not censoring enough because we've missed a few, according to Brad Matsugu. Sure, we definitely probably have. But I mean, that's all. And like, like I could see... Like the passion in your eyes, and you wake mm -hmm. me up at eight in the morning, and be like, "Yo, like check the TikTok account." Like we just 
had at one point it was like forty thousand. We woke up like that was awesome, and then we ended up having two hundred. Now four hundred. Now four hundred, and it's just like I can see the passion in your eyes. It just builds. It's the same thing. Like when you start playing basketball and you can't make a left hand layup, and then you start practicing a left hand layup, and then you start adding all these things together, and then you get into a game and you hit him with a three piece combo and lay him. It's like you see your hard work start to come together, and it's the same thing with the podcast. Where like you put out content constantly, constantly, and just try to alter it a little bit and shave off the edges and then put out more and more and more and then eventually one of them hits you're like holy shit like that everyone thinks that it was just a one hit wonder but they don't realize that six months before that you were just putting out content every, every single, single day. day three times a day and then finally that one hit it was like just if that one finally went above the surface but all the other ones were built <sighs> where you were all the other ones led up to that one just finally breaking the surface and that was all of your hard work coming to fruition so yeah moral of the story we're making a GoFundMe link so that Chris can be a full-time content creator. <laughs> no, for real. More of the story is just, I mean, perseverance is a big thing, and you shouldn't run away from being uncomfortable because being uncomfortable is how you grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that you've learned a lot of life say, lessons. There's one lesson that I've learned from this, just picking up basketball at a later age and not being as athletically gifted as a lot of kids, is like just find something you're passionate about and grind away at that every single day until you see some kind of results. And if you end up, like for me with basketball, if you end up on a college basketball team and you actually achieve that goal, and then you're sitting there thinking to yourself, I don't really want this anymore, take all of the skills that you've built, create turning yourself into that kind of person, and then just find something else that you're passionate about. Because I don't think these seven, I definitely don't think these seven years of my life were a waste. For 100% the, not. The person that I've become and the things that I've learned throughout my seven years and of the basketball, connections that you build, and the connections that I built are invaluable. And the friends you made along the way that are invaluable. And now I can just use all of those things and start something else. Yeah. So, so just it's find not... something you're passionate about. And I hate that though. Also, like people say passion, 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 but just find something you're willing to put up with for eight hours a day and see no results for six months to a year and just go crazy. Like, it's important to perseverance and like, like I just want to repeat what I said before. It's like don't run, and I, but I don't think like you didn't run because you waited, you stuck mm-hmm. out the entire season, although it was uncomfortable. And then when it was a time to reevaluate, you decided to move on. Mm-hmm. And again, like if you're gonna like stop something, you have to pick some, like something else up. Like you can't just be a bump. So like if you're thinking about if you have something in your life that you're thinking about quitting, apart from like fucking drugs or anything like that, because <laughs> definitely get rid of that shit. But I'm saying, like, if you have something that you're thinking of uh, stepping away from, it's just, like, don't leave because it's uncomfortable. But if you have, if you're starting to lose passion for it and you have something else you want to divert the energy into, Mm -hmm. then maybe think about choosing a different pathway. Yeah, here's the reason why I I hate the word passion. This is because, like, even if I'm just... Even if I'm super passionate about something, there's going to be days where it sucks. Passion's like motivation, too. Exactly. And that comes and goes. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. It's like it's the consistency. In the d- Out of the seven years, I heard another podcast about this, where this girl was talking, there's this Olympic girl, and she was talking to her um, uh, strength coach or something, and she, she felt like shit that day. She had a terrible lift or whatever, and her coach came up to her, and she said, it's fine. There's, it's the rule of thirds. A third of the time, you're supposed to feel great. A third of the time, you're supposed to feel okay. And a third of the time, you're supposed to feel shitty when you're pursuing a dream. So it's okay that in two days from now, you're going to feel fine. And then you're going to feel great. Like a third of the time, you're going to feel like shit. So the passion is going to come and go. The motivation is going to come and go. But if the end goal is something you genuinely want, you'll stick it through for however long it takes. It's the, it's the consistency. It's the dedication. It's the mm-hmm. fucking perseverance. It's that, the why. It's the, exa- it's the why. 
And that's going to, like, get you through. Because, yeah, it, pas- passion's like motivation. It's just like, okay, you're motivated for the first week that you work out. And then after that, you're sore and you're tired. Mm-hmm. And what keeps you going? Because you don't have any more motivation. It's the it's the why. It's the goal that you want to achieve. That's why you keep putting yourself through the shit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, find something. I, this is a quote that I have on one, one of the backwards of my phone. It's find what you love and let it kill you. Find what you love and let F- it kill you. Find what you love and let it kill you. And that's it for episode fucking whatever the fuck this is. This is just a random Thank you guys episode, for listening. And quit. It, Chris is uh, quit, fucking. Quit. <laughs> that's his new name. Chris is no longer college basketball player, but the podcast must go on. And I can still bust all of you. Pause. Pause. <laughs>